Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome to another live session with Greg and Mary Daphne. I hello. almost call myself Mary Daphne. <laughs> uh, this is Stake Your Wealth. And um, in these sessions, what we like to do is go into more depth on the lesson that we released during the week. And this week... The, I love this topic. Yeah. The uh, topic was on the benefits of being an entrepreneur, right? The, uh, the upsides to starting your own business. And, um, Which so few people talk about, I feel, in that light. Yeah, I, I feel like more often than not, um, there's, there's two ways it gets portrayed. Entrepreneurship is either, uh, you know, Mark ritzy, Zuckerberg, ritzy. you made billions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, yeah. IPO'd. Uh, Evan Spiegel, right? Mm -hmm. these, these people who just, yeah, your, your IPO, your big acquisition, um, billions of dollars billions of, dollars of valuation. Ferrari, whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally over-the-top success. Um, that's one portrayal of it. And then the other portrayal is the, like, uh, it's struggling, super risky, struggling, struggling artists, like, eating ramen, yeah, eating right? ramen. <laughs> up into the, the late hours of the night. Not taking care of themselves. Not taking care of themselves, yeah. Um, famously, the uh, founders of um, Airbnb. yeah had to, they were, you know, they hadn't gotten the business up and running yet and they needed to somehow cover their expenses. This is early on, right? Very early yeah, on. Yeah. And so this was during the election of uh, Obama. And what they did was they made cereal boxes. Oh, yeah. Of, okay, you tell of me the this. two candidates. Yep. And you could buy this candidate or the other candidate. Mm. And they ended up making a bunch of money. Um, and that, that alone was... Um, so inspiring for the uh, investors that mm -hmm. they invested for that reason. That's YC cool. Combinator. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, it's creative, right? It's instead absolutely. of like, you know, sitting on your laurels or taking the other scream of like just crying and self-doubt and like self-pity, they actually did something with that, right? Yeah. And, like, and so that's it, you know, right? So cool. so we were talking about the other side of it is this, you know, poor, destitute, starving artist type, type situation. The reality is um, if you do entrepreneurship right and in the way that we described Last, last week, week right yeah. in a low risk way mm -hmm. um which means you have low overhead you can even start it while you're working full-time for another company it doesn't have to be this struggling all or nothing situation no. and because of that um you can get all these wonderful benefits of entrepreneurship without the risk that people typically associate with it right, right? this right. idea that you lose everything doesn't apply mm -hmm. if you don't bet everything right yeah. and you don't need to bet everything to do well and you also don't need a huge, um, you know, multinational business that gets acquired or IPOs to have a successful company. Right. Or to be qualified as an entrepreneur. Totally. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, um, and so the reason this is important is because um, there are so many advantages to being entrepreneurs. Uh, and I talk about a bunch of those in the lesson. Yeah. Um, and what I, the, the, what I want to drive home here is that um, you can get those advantages without betting the farm, without taking a huge amount of risk. Um, and uh, once once you sort of start to experience those, you really understand why uh, entrepreneurs love what it is they do. Yeah. Right. Um, I, off the top of your head, what are what are like one or two things that you enjoy about being an entrepreneur? I love uh, having creative ownership. Um, an agency, like knowing that 
you know, what we're, the content that we're creating is really coming from a place of like what we want to be creating as opposed to somebody telling us do this, do that. Um, so I like that we have those, like the, the reins. Um, I also love being in charge of my schedule. <laughs> I love that. Having the flexibility to say, you know what, I'm going to do a workout now and um, I'm going to do this now. And um, I would say the only downside to that is that for me personally, I get, because I love what I do, thank goodness, um, I get carried away sometimes. And so I'll let that bleed into like dinner time or like time that we, you know, want to spend not on work or, yeah. you know, um, something like fun. <laughs> but that's the thing. We talk about it all the time, how fun it is. Like fun, like work is fun. Yeah. So like friends will call us on the weekend and be like, oh, guys, are you up to anything this week? And we're like, yeah, we're working. They're like, oh. No, we're like, no, it's a good no, thing. We good. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fire it so, up. It's funny. In but fact, that, the weekends too. when I'm not working are the weekends where I'm probably like a little burnt out and need, need to yeah. uh, sort of re-energize. But it's never because I'm not having fun yeah. <laughs> doing what I'm doing. Exactly. It's like, if anybody, if anything, we have to like scale back a little bit just so that we can, you know, make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. That's, um, yeah, that's a really important I aspect would, of it. It's funny. We were having a brunch uh, now at this point years ago um, <laughs> with um, some some friends and we were talking about entrepreneurship and, you know, telling them about our various education channels. And they told us, you're going to know who this is. I'm not saying names, but... Um, they're like I know what story is. Okay, yeah, of course you do. Um, what was it? Then you finished it. What was the exact? No phrasing? way, it's your story. Okay, hold on. Let me see. If, <laughs> okay, if I don't botch this phrasing, it was like, how? Do, oh, it was something like, how do you find time to do everything, or how do you know what to do, or what was it exactly? Yeah, the question came. It was basically about how do you um, make use of your day. Yeah, like right. right. How, how do you schedule your day? Like yeah, because what what that person was getting at was like. Since no one's telling you what to do, how do you figure out what to do? Yeah. Right? You don't yeah. have anyone saying, do this, complete that, this task, that task. You have to come up with your own, you know, schedule. How do you do that? It's a valid question, but it, but had it both quite stumped, we were like, well, we do this and this and this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you but know what I the question was? It. it was like, it. how do you fill your day? You know? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's part of it. Part of the challenge of entrepreneurship is you have the autonomy that you're talking about, and, and that's nice, and it's yeah. it's great to be able to structure your day the way you want. Right. But it can be challenging to actually figure out what that structure should be. Right, should like be how do you execute on the things you need to do? Two components to it. One is like top level, what are the priorities you should be focusing on that day, that week, that month, yeah. broadly for the business? versus um, the the other part, which is, okay, I know my priorities. Um, how do I allocate the time in my day such that I, I meet these priorities in a, an efficient way? Yeah. Right? Um, and those are tough questions to Definitely. answer. And, and there's, first of all, there's no uh, cookie cutter approach to that. No. It's very specific to your business. And second of all... And to your bandwidth, right? And if you do have other people working alongside you or if you're yeah. a solopreneur... Yeah, what are your resources? Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, you also, uh, you learn what's going to work best for you. Um, and that, that shifts over time. But you're talking about, are, you're, you're, are people working for you? Do you have resources? Yeah. That's another thing that I love about entrepreneurship is how resourceful an so entrepreneur has to be. Oh, right? Yeah. We just talked about the story of, um, is it, I think it's Brian Chesky. Chesky. I, I always mispronounce his last name. But For the Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Chesky. 
but yeah, that talk about resourceful, right? They they did, ended up to cover the bills. They ended up doing something completely different than the business. It's a side hustle in and of itself, right? <laughs> they could have gone on their side to, hustle had a side hustle. Yeah, that's, it's very meta. Um, yeah. You know, it's also really cool. We talk about these guys a lot. The base camp guys. Yeah, yeah. Base camp guys They're are really another cool. fantastic yeah. example of. So what they do um, really well is they never tried to be bigger than they wanted to be, right? right. They knew early on. They, they wanted, set their enough, basically. They set their definition of enough. I think that's such an important lesson because, you know, a lot of times what's holding us back from pursuing entrepreneurship is that we think, oh, razzle-dazzle Silicon Valley, like a, you know, billion-dollar valuation. Raise or a IPO, bunch of VC capital. Yeah, and then unicorn, blah, 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 all that lingo. Yeah. But in in reality, like, you can be a very successful entrepreneur that not many people have heard of, right? And still, yeah. like, make a name for yourself, like, be respected in your community and, and, and have autonomy, right? And that financial freedom that, that we talk about a lot on Greg's channel. Yeah, that's a big one for me, the financial freedom aspect. And that's sort of what these guys settle on, which is they never wanted to be a big company and they never let themselves become a big it's company. It's so admirable, they right? make They make a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. These guys do very well yeah. for themselves. yeah. Um, but they never grew larger than they wanted to, yeah. right? They, they purposefully did not hire new people, um, even though they could, even though they could have way more yeah. customers um, that would just change the nature of how they like to do business. Yeah, and their ethos too, and right? Their ethos because they have such the a unique ethos at Basecamp. Exactly, and it's all about sort of um, healthy lifestyle. Yeah. They work four days a week. Right. They they kick you out of the office. You're not allowed to be in there after hours. It's more hours. balanced, right? Yeah. Than um, other places. Probably. And and it's hard to preserve that as you get too large. Yeah. So that that's that's you know itself another really cool advantage, which is you get to set the culture for the the, um, the work that you do, right? And in the, in the office environment that you have. Yeah, I wanted to bring up two things, if it's okay with you. Um, one is like the solopreneur versus the entrepreneur, that sort of like dichotomy. And then um, setting the, like establishing the culture and the cultural ethos like very early on in the career before even having employees. Let's say it's just yeah. you and one other person or even just you. Yeah, so, so in terms of solopreneur yeah. versus entrepreneur, a solopreneur... Um, is uh, basically a one-man band, right? It, but I don't think of a solopreneur as a as a contractor, right? These aren't people who who necessarily it can be, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you know your time uh, is is you're a client-facing person, right, right? Right, right. Where you basically just get assigned projects, you do the project, you move on to your next project. Yeah, that I call a freelance. Freelance. That's a freelance for sure. Um, or contractor, mm -hmm. right? When I think of a solopreneur, I think of them doing a business, but they've automated it in such a way that they 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 are really the only employee. Yeah. Um. They might have contract out other uh, help from time to time. Maybe yeah. some tech. Maybe some design. Mm -hmm. Um. Maybe some customer support. But the point is, uh, they are sort of a one man band. Um. And in that case, you asked about culture. The culture actually is is tough to set. When, yeah. when it's just one person, there is no culture because right. culture has everything to do with interactions of people, the dynamics of, of individuals in a group. Um, it could be, though, client-facing, right, when you do... Very true. Right? Yeah. Well, that I in would that call sense. maybe, like, core values. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, the, the way that you interface with your client, absolutely. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. that you could call that culture, too. Yeah. Um, but as you, as you grow and as you become, you know, a fully-fledged business... Uh, 
that's when culture really starts to matter. Yeah. The problem is when you transition, oftentimes the solopreneurs eventually become a company. Um, when you make that transition, you forget about the culture part. You yeah. forget about the culture part and, and you just start growing the company. Right. Uh, and, and maybe so, too fast. Right? And maybe too fast, but either way, it's not, you haven't sort of set up the, the systems. This this should be another good video. Yeah. Set up the, the, the systems for, for managing um, the way people interact with each other, the way they approach their work. Um, and, and that's so important to get done early. Um, and again, one of the advantages it's as true. as the business owner is that you get to be the architect of that. Yeah, and that's very empowering. And you also get to try out different things, right? Like if you uh, aspire to, like there are different entrepreneurial styles too. Mm -hmm. And like last week we talked about, there's not really one formula, one blueprint. So don't be fooled by people telling you there is, because it's just so, you know, it's constantly in flux, right? Yeah. And so. I think establishing the core values, or at least the integrity with which you want to conduct business, can be very, uh, in, you know, influential on, on the decisions that you make early on, which are also important. Um, but also, like not being afraid in those early stages to try out different ways mm. of conducting business and doing things, and yeah. you know, that's the time to do it when you don't have many people subscribed or following you or counting on you or you know watching what you do, yeah. right? It's the freedom, a time. The freedom and the right to pivot. Yeah, it's a time to grow, to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, in fact, you should be doing those things because it shows that you've tried, you know, different things. Um, so I think all of these are good points, right? Totally. Yeah. And and the list goes on and on. It's it's one of those things where it it, it is what you make of it. Yeah. Um, and I uh, I ended the video lesson uh, with the point that, and I think you touched on this uh, as well. Um, the, the most the most wonderful part of entrepreneurship and running your own business is uh, knowing that you're committing the time to something you're passionate about, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 seeing something grow from your hard work yeah. is such a fulfilling experience. Yeah. And you can get that in in a full time job. Don't get me wrong, um, but there's something really special about um, it being the business that that you started that that you own. Um, and that uh, has your blood in it, yeah. right? Uh, that's that's just it's it's just a very empowering and rewarding feeling. That um, I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to find elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with that. So, so, yeah. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. What yeah. kinds of challenges you yeah. might be facing? If you've um, started a business, if you're thinking about starting a business, uh, if maybe the business didn't go as well as you thought, right? Mm -hmm. um, we'd love to hear any of your sort of reactions yeah. to what we're discussing. We recognize it's not all rainbows and unicorns, and um, yeah, and it's that's not. not the point, right? right? It's not, but nothing, nothing is. is. <laughs> yeah, there we go again. There we go. <laughs> but it's true, nothing is. It's true. So, yeah. um, anyways, let us know what you think. Uh, hopefully, uh, some of the things we've talked about resonate with you, or or inspire you to um, to get back at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up there. Yeah, I'm sure we'll revisit this at some point as well. There's yeah. always so much more to say. We, yeah. we could be here all day talking to, to all of you yeah. and to each other. Um, so happy wealth staking. Happy wealth staking. Yeah, and we'll and, see you uh, we'll next week. And we'll catch you in the next one.